Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom, what up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios, Tyrac.com. Just an amazing selection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, Tyrac.com. You know, they got free road hazard protection. Mobile tire installation is available in most areas, TireRack.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. What up? Welcome in. This is the DG Show, where if somebody gets dusted off our show, we'll tell you why. Um, Okay, so this is breaking news you heard from Dan Beyer. Pete Carroll is out. As the Seahawks head coach. By the way, here's Pete Carroll two days ago on Seattle Sports 2 saying he planned on coaching next year. I plan to be coaching this team, and, and I told you that I love these guys, and, and that's what I would like to be doing, and and, uh, and see how far I can go. You know, I'm, I'm not worn out. You know, I'm not tired. You know, I'm not any of that stuff. I need to do a better job, and I need to help my coaches more, and we need to do a better job of coaching, and there's a lot of area for improvement. Need to do a better job. And then he's out. Um, now, he signed an extension a couple years ago, right? Two years ago, he and John Daniels, and that's why it was the, hey, it's either him or Russell. When they re-signed him, you felt like, okay, so Russell was going to go. Russell did go. Uh, let me bring in Dan Byer. It's only fair to him. He's a Seahawks fan, and like he's the right kind of Seahawks fan. Literally watches every snap and forms healthy opinions. I'd say a lot of people thought a couple years ago it was time, but then last year you're like, well, okay, well, maybe we let them redo it. Did, did you see this coming? Um, I thought it should have happened a couple of years ago. I felt that this organization needed to make a change. I had felt all through this season that a change should be made, but did I see it actually happening? I didn't think so because of how much power he had the ownership situation is now kind of in the background, uh, you know, following Paul Allen's death a few years ago. His sister Jody now is taking control of the team, and 
she is not at all in, in in the public eye as we would see like a Jerry Jones and whatnot. So I felt that you know Pete Carroll had a lot of power, and so I did not think that it was going to happen. It needed to happen for the Seahawks, but I just didn't think it was going to happen. Why do you think it happened now? Because this team is a decade removed from their last Super Bowl win. Um, you know they've changed coordinators multiple times on both sides of the ball. The defense where he hangs his hat, uh, they lost to Chenna Nuosu during the season and completely fell off. They acquired Leonard Williams in a trade with the Giants for a second-round pick, and Pete reportedly would have the power to say, if he wants a guy, then they're going to go and get a guy, whether it be in the draft or whether it be via trade or free agency, that he would have that power. And they completely fell off, Doug. They couldn't stop the run again, couldn't stop it last year, couldn't stop it this year. And, you know, I, I don't think that Geno Smith is the long term answer. I don't think anybody does. And for as much as they need an upgrade on the quarterback position, you know, there's even stuff offensively that that didn't make sense. So yeah, just it was it was about time. I think that not that he hired yes men. I think he hired yes men on defense. Uh there, you know, people were always promoted within or um, they went outside to get Shane Waldron as their offensive coordinator, but that was also to kind of appease Russell Wilson. But sure, yeah, it was time. It was, I mean, think about it, Doug. This year they celebrated the tenth anniversary of that Super Bowl winning team, and while he's never had a season where they, you know, won fewer than seven games, this team hasn't been close to a Super Bowl in the last, you know, eight or nine seasons. Like they've made the playoffs, but they haven't been a Super Bowl contender. And now you were. A missed field goal away from going one and five in the NFC West. So everybody is basically the Rams and Niners have passed you, and now the Cardinals are giving you a run for their money, and they're you know likely on the upswing now with some of their future. Yeah, I think it it was time. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, if you hear sound in the background, I'm uh, broadcasting the radio coverage of North Carolina, North Carolina State. So I am high. When I say I'm high atop the RBC Center, Byer, did you see the picture? Yes. I mean, this is Bob Euchre would would say these are above his level of seats. This is over broadcast level for the game. It's it's really just a faint rumor uh, up this high. But uh, and you know why? It, you know why you're that high? Why? Because you're in a hockey arena. So hockey arenas, that's where you know media, like media, is up there. So you're in a hockey arena. I knew I'm in a hockey yeah. arena. I didn't know. I didn't know that part of it. All hockey arenas. Um, a, a lot of them. I know Boston's like that. Uh, Staples Center is like that with the Kings. Uh, when you're you're way up there because there's no, you know, there's no courtside, rinkside reporters at all in a hockey game. Sure. And so that's where the yeah, that's where a lot of the media goes. Yeah, I mean, we're talking ends of era, right? Like we have Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick gone, and Bill Belichick has not been fired, not reassigned, or whatever. Like those are these are historically, I think, second tier. Okay, and and so help me out, buyer, if you agree with this. I think you put Joe Gibbs in the first tier with Parcells and Belichick, and I I think you put Andy Reid there. Is that? I know he didn't win a Super Bowl with Philadelphia, but they've won a two, and they went to what was it? Uh, a Super Bowl and five. You know, five NFC Championship I, games. I do believe Belichick is in a tier by himself because um, of the six Super Bowls. Yes, yes. I don't. I I think that he is. Okay, in a so tier. if we put Belichick by himself, what about where does Parcells go? 
Yeah, I'd, I'd put Parcells him on that next year. Tier? Yeah. Hmm. Now is Parcells on the tier with with Pete Carroll? Um, no, I'd put Pete Carroll in a group Third of tier. Yeah. Yes. Huh. I mean, you're you're granted you're one yard away from maybe being in that second tier, but that's how that's how thin the line can be. Yeah, well, the second tier also, for fair, or the third tier also, if you put Pete Carroll there, you put Jimmy Johnson there as well, who won two Super Bowls but also won a championship in college, just like uh, Pete Carroll won one in college. Sure. So and I wasn't considering thing. anything in college. No, but there's a uniqueness to it, right? I mean, how many college guys have failed? And I don't know if he's sure. a... Huh? Sure. No, I, yeah, there's uniqueness for sure. Um. Yeah, there's there's a, there's definitely uniqueness. There's definitely uniqueness. It'll be different. It'll be very very different. And now you like look, there's a story Mike Tomlin thinking about taking a year off. And all of these guys are long tenured. So it's not like but think about it, McVay had to recommit to coming back next year and there were thoughts of him going to the pros. Okay? Thoughts of him I, going to the pros. Yeah. I mean, it's like the pros uh, going to television. Right, so you have McVeigh, who two years ago maybe he'll go to television. Last year maybe he'll go to television. This year, surprise season, he actually through the Rams website is like, "Now nah, I'm coming back for next year." Like, has this become a much harder job? Has it become a more taxing job now than it was five years ago? Because Tomlin's talking about taking a year off. I, Pete Carroll's older, so it's not a crazy surprise. It's just very interesting. Bill Belichick, obviously, the time is. Has has run out, but the Tomlin and the McVeigh combined with these two, it's really interesting. I think P wanted to coach, though. I think that that he wanted to stay around. The toughest part about stepping away, and this is the Belichick part of it as well, is and and I think it's more apropos for Pete Carroll because I don't think another team was going to hire him. Is once you step down, it's over. You are not going to be a head coach in the National Football League again. Sean McVay could leave and do TV for three years if he wanted to, and he could come back. We've seen that happen before. But when you're 72 years old, you are making that decision to say, all right, I am done being a head coach in the NFL or anywhere else. And that's what I think was probably difficult for him to do um, just because of his age, being 72. Hmm. Tomlin, well, you know, different story. Who knows? But you know, the younger coaches. But I think Carroll wanted to stay. I think I, I think that he did. I think that he. But you just you couldn't not after what the team's done over the last eight or nine years. Yeah, it's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Dan Byer. We'll hear from him uh, at half past the hour as we get you updated. Again, the news of the day was or is that uh, Pete Carroll is no longer no longer going to be uh, the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Huh. Interesting. Uh, we'll get some more reaction to it. And who could replace him? How do you replace Pete Carroll? I mean, I, I understand that, like Dan said, it had fallen off. It wasn't the same. But the guy is an institution there. And if he's going to remain there, which they, they do with these guys. Remember, Bruce Arians had some sort of made-up job with, uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the last couple of years. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I guess I got to show up every now and again. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit cards. Limitations apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So, Matt Eberflus is going to keep his job, but everybody on the offensive side of the ball loses their job. Right, which is great leadership. Uh, I keep my job, but you guys are all gone. It it does seem to signify that if they're going to make a change like that, um, the offense wasn't good, but it also you're not going to you're not going to keep Justin Fields. Doesn't make any sense, right? And, and the question becomes, who or what style of offense, if you're going to draft Caleb Williams, do you pair him with? Right? Who or what style of offense do you pair him with? Because he was with Lincoln Riley, and, well, Cliff Kingsbury was one of the guys. Uh, Josh Henson, good friend of mine, was the offensive coordinator and offensive line coach as well. But he's not really a he's not really the, the air raid sort of guy. Do you do you bring in an air raid guy? Um I don't know. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio, and Adam Kaplan joins us. Of course, he's our uh, Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. He also hosts the Inside the Birds podcast. Speaking of the birds, that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. I mean, is there a world in which um, they have a different head coach next year if they lose this weekend? I've, Doug, been in this business nearly 25 years. I've learned to never say never when you least expect it. 
something happens, but l- let's consider a couple things here. Three straight playoff appearances in three years as head coach. Super Bowl appearance last year. Well above 500. One of the best road records, by the way, in the National Football League since he became head coach. But Jeffrey Lurie, the owner and CEO of the football team, gets involved with coaching decisions. Uh, Doug Peterson would still have been the head coach had he agreed to certain changes on his staff, which the owner wanted. Doug didn't agree to it, and Doug got fired. Now, the only way I see something happening is if the owner gets involved and he says, hey, I think we need to do this, and if Nick says no, then you could have a showdown, which is what happened uh, in 2020, in January of 2020. But highly unlikely, it would not completely rule it out. W- what Jeffrey's usually good at doing is giving his head coaches, whether it was Andy Reid, when things weren't good at one point, and obviously you know how it didn't end well, and Andy's revived his career, of course. But with Doug Peterson and Andy Reid, he typically gives them the ability to get out of a bad situation. Now, I will tell you the defense has collapsed. I do expect changes on defense. If they lose to the Bucks, whoever they lose to, I expect that, this, that there's going to be a new coordinator. Uh, a lot of changes on defense, and that's just the way it is. The defense, Doug, it's almost a historic collapse here at the five out of, uh, of six losses. And by the way, it's not like their offense is great. Their offense can't carry them. Um, I'm Quite frankly, the thing that blows me away by this game Monday night in Tampa to cap off Super Wild Card Weekend is why in the world are, are the Eagles a two-and-a-half? Actually, three-point. I should correct myself. They're now a three-point favorite. was two-and-a-half. What do you think? I mean, it's obvious we, the league, the, the Vegas hasn't caught up to just how bad they've been. That was I mean, the, the point I, mean, when I made they were on ten, TV. Well, even yeah. when they were ten and yeah. one, even when they were ten yeah. and one, they weren't playing great. Now I know they were ten and one, yep. so it, ten and one is ten and one. But they weren't playing great. I thought everybody thought at some point they'll start kicking people's asses, and instead the opposite happened. Well, what happened was they actually made the defense coordinator change when they were eight and one, or, or play caller. There's still Sean Asai who got reassigned, who got demoted. Still has the title of defense coordinator, and he's making the same money, but he doesn't have the same job. And Matt Patricia, what I'm told there is he's tried to run his own defense, bringing his New England concepts, not all of it, but some of it. And, and the players, are, are, they're not understanding what they're being asked to do. That's why the defense has collapsed almost historically, almost non competitive. But you're right. Really, the last really good game from beginning to end was week seven. That was at Sunday night at home against the Dolphins, where they only gave up one touchdown on defense and ever since then they've been skating by then they got smoked uh they gave up 75 points over a two-week period to the Niners and Cowboys only scored 32 and it's been embarrassingly downhill ever since so it's fair game to bring it up about Sirianni this is his first turmoil since they were two and five in his first season he gave up play calling What a, what a world. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. What's your reaction to Pete Carroll losing his job today? I'm not shocked like everyone else. I've, again, I, I'm, I'm surprised, just like I was surprised with Mike Rabel's firing, because I, I wrote for Pro Football Network that watched the, the Tennessee situation. There's something really odd going on, and so it happened. With Pete, he, was, he would not come back as the head coach. They de- the, the owner decided that. Jody Allen did, but it was just, could they find a role for him to stay on because he's really well-liked in their building? And they did. Now, John Schneider, the GM, who did not have full personnel control, will have full personnel control. And uh, I, I put Dan Quinn, by the way, very high on their list, very well-liked, won a Super Bowl as their defense coordinator. Dan want, DQ wants to be a head coach. He's, he, he should have been one last year, but he kind of walked away from a couple things and got he became the highest-paid defense coordinator of the National Football League uh, to stay with the Cowboys and 
Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll go right to the top of the list. But the thing I was, I was telling people on social media is I'll be interested to see what kind of offense they're going to run going for because Pete wanted them to be run-centric. And that's really not the way the league is anymore. So I'll be interested to see what happens there. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, what happens with Belichick? I've said all along I don't think he'll be back. I know that people are speculating, well, the longer you, you, you wait, well, they, they'd always planned this would be the week that they'd meet. It, it may not. It could take two days. And where Bob Kraft could give Belichick at least an, a chance to save his job by giving a new presentation. But what's doomed him with a dubious decision that got pan around the league to have Matt Patricia be the play caller last year. And by the way, he was forced to basically highly nudged and recommended to hire an offensive coordinator, and it wound up being Bill O'Brien. It didn't work. Their offense was pitiful. Their defense was great, and the players still have a buy-in. They have a lot of respect for, for Belichick, and he hasn't lost the players at all. It's just the offense is pitiful. And this is Belichick's fault because he's not gotten the offense right. They don't have their franchise quarterback. Mac Jones, after a great rookie season, it's regress. He's benched. He clearly will not be the quarterback of the future. Bailey Zappi's not it. They cut Zappi before the season started. Nobody claimed him off waivers. So he's back. Didn't play well to end the season. Bottom line is it, it, it's gotten away from Bill. I remember being there two summers ago uh, when Patricia was calling the plays. They had the Panthers in for two days of practices. I could not believe how bad the offense was, and it was even worse than we anticipated. And Belichick uh, in Indiana, I believe this is going to cost us his job. And, and, and Kraft is, by the way, he's been, last year, he's taken shots at Belichick publicly. Very critical of decisions, putting Patricia in a bad spot, uh, and th- that they have to do better in the draft. And that, he never had done that before, and that was a portent of things to come. So who replaces him? Mike Rabel was on their list. Uh, Gerard Mayo's been my choice for a year. I, I believe he will be at the top of the list. I don't know about Josh McDaniels. At one point many years ago, he was the guy. I, I don't know about that. It's possibly comes back as an offense coordinator for Gerard Mayo if he gets the job. Uh, but I put Vrabel on their list. I thought it's interesting the Titans considered looking at trading uh, Vrabel. You know, we've seen this before with Gruden and other head coaches. But the timeline, it takes so long now with the Rooney rule and other considerations. Because you, if you're the Titans, you don't want to be behind and, and trying to hire a head coach and not getting an, a, a, an opportunity to. So that would not work out. Still Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That is the voice of our uh, NFL insider for Fox Sports Radio, Adam Kaplan. He also has the Inside the Birds podcast that covers the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, okay, Jim Harbaugh. Does he coach in the NFL next season? Yes, I believe it'll be. Right now, you could say the Chargers and the Raiders, he's experienced with both, either as a player or a coach. Harbaugh, I'm told, has a relationship with Mark Davis. Mark Davis tried to hire him five years ago. He wasn't, he wasn't interested. He finally got his title. That's why I believe he'll leave. You never say never about him staying. I mean, there's always that opportunity that somehow they sway him, but it's contractually related. He's got to be able to get out of it. He has a new, he has a new agent, Don Yee. Who's uh, got Sean Payton and Tom Brady, amongst others, and he Don, as I understand, has other coaches. But uh, this is a big one to get uh, to get Jim Harbaugh, and he's always said unfinished business. It did end well for him with the Niners. It was an odd parting. He's a great head coach. I mean, he's won everywhere he's been. He turns he's a program builder, and, and he turns programs around. Uh, the Chargers, by the way, say that, that they'll spare no expense, which is for them saying something based on what people accuse him of being. But there will be other teams involved. I know two of other three teams that are sort of looking around at him and considering him. But uh, the Raiders and the Chargers make the most sense. It's 
it's interesting that uh, they're in the same division, and it'll be interesting to see if uh, this actually happens, that they compete hard against them. Um, okay, what about the Raiders? What do they do if they don't get hard, hardball? Well, look, they'll have a list. I mean, Antonio Pierce is going to get an interview. No question about it. They're in him, head coach. The players bought in. They love him. Doesn't mean he'll get the head, the head coaching job. Mark Davis, I'm told, privately really likes Pierce. He's been around him, likes the way that everybody rallied around him. Uh, so uh, th- that'll be an interesting one because Patrick Graham, their defense coordinator, is phenomenal. I expect him to get a, an interview. He's done a great job, a, a Belichick disciple. He, he, he ran his version of Belichick's defense. Uh, I would take a look at him uh, amongst other names. And I still believe it'll be mo- – I, I do believe, though, because they, they're going to be looking to add a quarterback. I think more often than not here with this team, they're probably looking at offense. Now, the Chargers, I should tell you, have a greater advantage for Harbaugh because they have a quarterback. You could debate – how good Justin Herbert is, but he, they have their franchise quarterback, and that's going to mean something to a guy like Harbaugh. You really debate how good Justin, Her- Justin Herbert is? Uh, there are a lot of people in the league who uh, are not happy with his coaching tape, either all 22 of the last two seasons. I, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with it. I know he's been hurt a little bit. They're off no, the line. I, 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 would, better, I would say but, that's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. He has not been as good. Like yeah. There wasn't a next level to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's making, but I don't know. I mean, I think Aiden O'Connell, think just, Aiden O'Connell or, or Justin yeah. Herbert, like this is. Really yeah, I hear, no, I hear. Look, I'm not debating it. I'm just telling what people in the league tell me. So, uh, very good quarterback, and they have to rebuild their receiver core. Mike Mike Williams coming off an ACL. Keenan Allen and Davis have major cap numbers. Someone might have to go there. They don't really have a starting tight end. Their defense has to be rebuilt. That's a total rebuild, other than the quarterback. They they have a lot of work to do. The Raiders do uh, at certain spots, but bottom line is we've got seven head coaching changes. We're probably going to have another one. That'll, the number is seven going back to 1990s. That's about the average. So we're about at the, at the average right now. Um, okay, so what happens with the Bears? They got rid of their entire offensive coaching staff. Th- that means they're drafting Caleb Williams, right? Well, I had wrote, in, uh, I wrote for uh, Pro Football Network three weeks ago in my first mock for them, or two weeks ago, <laughs> that I put Caleb Williams in there. I said, look, the, the, the word I got is they were not sold in fields. They were going to give him the rest of the season. Uh, Kevin Warren, their CEO slash president, I'm told, will be heavily involved. In football decisions with the head coach, Iberflus is staying. This is what I wrote on Monday for Pro Football Network that he probably will stay. He is. But part of it is he had to make some changes. He did. He's going to have a new defensive coordinator and offense coordinator uh, going forward. Uh, so, look, he's got to do a better job. They did improve. I'm told the players have bought in. Uh, as far as the quarterback, uh, they have his fifth-year option, Justin Fields, by May 2nd at Stu. I, I can't see them picking it up. Um, they may look to trade him. This is a quarterback-driven league. There are a lot of teams that don't have a starting quarterback. They'll get a first-round pick for him if they decide to move him. I, I, you know, that'll be the next question. They, they definitely would get a first-round pick. Okay, so, um, um, but they draft Caleb Williams. That's the plan. I'm not there yet. I'm going to give you a little nugget here. There, there's some some stuff with him that pe- teams are going through. Just my early, I, I get early intel on players for the draft and. It's just going through the, the coaching tape. He didn't have a great year. Let's call it like it is. He had sort of a not quite elite year like we saw the year before. Got to get through him first. Same with with May, the, the, the UNC quarterback. Got to get through everything with him. I would put him as the favorite as of now, but that's with a pencil, not a pen. Hmm. A pencil, not a pen. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to this weekend. Yep. Um, Miami's going to play in the coldest game on record in the playoffs, and they just got they, – they, the, the final score was not indicative. Like, 
Josh Allen was the best player on the field, sometimes yeah. for both teams. Likelihood Miami goes in and pulls off an upset. I don't see it. They've got a lot of injuries. They're down a lot of edge rushers. I know Mahomes and the Chiefs offense is struggling. I, I, I give the Chiefs credit. Now, it's going to be single digits. It's, this is tough. The, historically, Miami's not played well on the road in the cold, and this is a big test for Tua. Uh, the wind, we'll have to see. You obviously know it's really even harder when it's windy and cold. Uh, that, that's something to watch. Uh, I do like the Chiefs to win that game, and I don't think it'll be high scoring, though, uh, to be honest with you, because the Chiefs are having trouble scoring, which no one saw this season. No, they, they no one saw that one coming. None, zero people saw that that, yeah. that thing that that thing coming. Um, okay, um, so who where is where is the upset this weekend? I've got in the Stafford Bowl in Detroit. I'm picking the Rams outright without the. I don't need the points. I'm picking the Rams to surprise the Lions. I, I'm pretty good at picking wild card round. I, I think I've gone four and two or five and one in the last three years. I always pick an upset. I'm glad you asked that. I like the Rams in that one. But my most intriguing game, some people won't agree with this, but I love the Browns and Texans, Flacco versus Stroud. No two quarterbacks playing better. Now, Stroud, one of the, I've covered it again. It's my 24th year. I've never seen a rookie quarterback, other than maybe Dante Culpepper, since I've covered the league. Burrow was really good. Peyton Manning actually was not good. He was good in the second half of his rookie season, but Stroud has been incredible. I've covered Flacco since 07 back at the University of Delaware. This is unreal what he's doing coming off the, coming off the couch. It's just I've never seen anything like this before. I, I love it because I know Joe a little bit. and the, the craziness of I'm told that nobody called his agent before the Browns signed him, and the Browns had, a sort of been co- they had to be coaxed into signing him. It was not like a slam dunk. In fact, if, Domin, if Thompson Robinson, the, the rookie quarterback from UCLA, didn't get hurt, they never would have signed him. That's how crazy it is. Crazy. True story. That is true. That true, true story. That, that, is, that is crazy. Uh, does Mike Tomlin take a year off? I talked to someone close to him. Uh, wouldn't rule it out based on what I was told, but if he comes back, he's getting a new contract. I, I don't see how he would not coach without a new one. And uh, Knowing the Steelers, I'm sure they'd take care of that. He's Look, he's done this a long time. There's a lot of stress. This has been a stressful year for him. Uh, most people don't know this, but I'm told he was actually fairly close to Matt Canada, the d- offense coordinator he fired. It's been a tough year for him. I give him credit. They persevered without having a starting quarterback. Uh, I mean, Mason Ruoff's been a nice story. He'll at least get a chance to be their backup next year. Uh, but that's, that's one to keep an eye on. That Look, that we could have as many as nine, which I was given, I was given the number up to eight. And quite frankly, when I was given that number, I thought it was a little bit too high. And uh, coaching changes, and look, it, it's it's a, it's a volatile business, man. And the stress level, uh, Doug, I know you've you've been around sports your entire life. You know the stress level with these coaches is just enormous. And no matter money cannot cover up the stress and and the angst that these coaches go through. Um, yeah, I was just talking about that. When I guys, I was just talking about that. Like, there is something to the fact that McVay has talked about doing TV. That, oh, that Tomlin's talked about yeah. taking a year off. Right. I mean, you, you know, you, you do all these things and you talk about walking away. That's that, that if that doesn't tell you about the job, the level of stress and how it's it's changed. It's become hyper focused. I don't think anything does. That's it, Yeah. That's and I, I would add, uh, I know a coach who was talking to McVeigh last January uh, to join his staff. And McVeigh said, hey, listen, I might not stay here. You probably want to go somewhere else, and I don't want to hold you up. I mean, that tells you just what you were talking about, uh, the stress level. And look, you, 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 we t- at the start of this discussion, we talked about Nick Sirianni. 
the fa- and, and it's fair game, but the fact that people are actually bringing up in, in, in my market here in Philly, this head coach potentially getting fired tells you about the volatility and absolutely nothing's for certain anymore. Nothing is for certain. All right, well, let's enjoy the weekend of games. We'll talk next week. And Adam, I I supremely enjoy you joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Gallup Show, Fox Sports Radio. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Doug Gottlieb wherever you download podcasts. Be sure to follow, rate, review the podcast. Again, search Doug Gottlieb wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. Let's get to a game. This is Game Time. It's Game Time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Um, Dan Meyer, what's the game? Doug, the game today is... For better or worse. By the way, I just want to say, one of the trending topics that I see on my uh, X page, formerly known as Twitter, is he's 72. So that's on the announcement of Pete Carroll not returning, being 72 years old. A lot of people apparently saying he's 72. Uh, We'll start out there, Doug, in for better or worse. For better or worse... Pete Carroll's coaching career in the pros versus Sean Payton's coaching career in the pros. Wow. What's better or worse? They both went to two Super Bowls. Both won one Super Bowl. 
I'm going to say... Wow. Hard call. I'm going to say that Sean Payton's is better. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I'm only going to say it because... I don't know how many franchise wins in the playoffs. I know they hadn't; been, they had been to a Super Bowl. And Peyton's only gone team. to one Super Bowl. It was the one they, they won. So they didn't lose the Super Bowl. No, the only Super Bowl Forty Four okay. is the only one. Okay, my mistake. Um, well, that definitely gives the edge to Pete because they were a play away from winning a second one. Right? They didn't win it, but it wasn't like they ever got blown out. I mean, uh, and had one of the all-time great defenses. But I would say, I, I mean, my thing with Peyton is. People forget what a laughing stock the Saints were. They had won one playoff game in their history, and they became a staple of the playoffs. Now, it's also fair to say, you know, like every year it was something after Deflategate where it was the pass interference, and it was this, and it was that. Um, and and Sean has didn't hasn't fared great so far with the Broncos. Pete was just okay with the Patriots coming off of Bill Parcells. Uh, I'd say Sean Payton, but by a by a very small amount. Okay, Doug. For better or worse, Pete Carroll versus Mike Tomlin. Now Tomlin has gone to two Super Bowls and won one, just like Carroll. Tomlin or never Carroll? had a losing season. Obviously, has Carroll ever had a losing season? Yes, yes, but never lost fewer. They had a losing never, season and went to the playoffs. Never won. Yeah, never won fewer than seven games. So they were seven and nine twice and seven and ten. Um. I'll say Pete Carroll. Okay. Pete Carroll over Tomlin. Again, part of it is organization-wise, Pittsburgh's always been good. Sure. Yes. Always been good. All right. Moving on to kind of a wild card weekend feel. I think we've done this before, but I'm curious now because of his injury popping up. For better or worse, Tyree Kill on the Chiefs or Tyree Kill on the Dolphins? Um, I'll say Tyreek Hill and the Chiefs just because it was in the Super Bowl, and I don't think they're ever getting the Super Bowl in Miami. Sure. Um, and it's it's just about the the size of the platform. I mean, I think they use them in even more uh, like creative ways. But remember all those jet sweeps they ran with the Chiefs. Um, he's so far and away the best player on the field when he's playing for the Dolphins. Just, and they yes. use him in creative ways. So I, I think he's emphasized more, and he jumps out off the television screen more when he's with the Dolphins, but they haven't, and they probably won't play in the in the, the level of games they play with the Chiefs. And he basically won the Super Bowl for him. So um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Tyreek Hill. Hey, Dan, the uh, I have a question for you. Yes. Better or worse, right? Could I tell you what makes... Tyreek Hill's tenure with the Dolphins worse? Yes. He's become more obnoxious. He's become um, kind of a sideshow. The details about his extramarital and marital affairs, um, I don't know. I just... On the Chiefs, he was in this structure and he was going to the Hall of Fame and he was going to win Super Bowls. And the Dolphins is just going to be the best player on a team that won't win a Super Bowl. And then all the stuff that they've been giving him latitude to do. That's Podcast, what makes it worse. Him, uh, his post-playing career, wanting to get into... He's burning down his house and stuff. Well, that allegedly. wasn't him. 
again, the child playing with the lighter in the bedroom. But there's everything wasn't great in Kansas City either. I will say that. I think he's now a lot more of a voice in speaking his mind. And before his ankle injury, he was on pace for a record-setting season. In the end, he still wins the receiving yardage title, but only by about 50 yards more than C.D. Lamb. So, All right, for better or worse, yeah. Saturday playoff football in the NFL mm. versus Monday playoff football in the NFL. Saturday. Saturday, yeah. yeah. I'm not warmed up to this Monday. I have not either. It's just is like, oh, God, another game. I have yes. so much invested in Saturday. And there's been some really good. I remember I was doing, I was working on CBS and we did um, San Diego State's upset of Kansas. And uh, that was, I think it was before, was leading up to the Colts comeback against the Chiefs that Andrew Luck led. Like, how were they, were they down like 31? 31 to 3 they were down? Anyway, there's been some epic Saturday games. Monday feels, it just feels like a little bit too much. Just, I have to be on, and I'm going to watch. I'm not saying I'm not watching. And I understand, like, hey, big football's played on Monday night. We had a national championship game Monday. But I said the same thing about um, Monday night national championship game. For whatever reason, this time of year, it feels like too much. Honest question. Yes. We can be honest here. Yeah. Have you guys gotten sick of football yet this season? No. No. Jason Stewart? The question is sick of football? Yes. Um, no, I do get sick of football often throughout the season. But in general, I don't know. I don't think so. No. I'm going to miss it when it's gone. Of course. Everybody misses it when it's gone. But there is a point, and I, that's where I think that where like Monday night football is of just of, you know, to Doug's point of like, it's just... It's unnecessary. It's too much. Like, you've already taken, I felt like, four months of my life. And now you're trying to take another day of it as we're winding down. And that's what I just, I feel that there's like, just, yeah, it's it's not an enjoyable watch. Um, All right, final one. For better or worse, Jim Harbaugh, the college coach, versus Jim Harbaugh, the pro coach. I think Jim Harbaugh, the college coach. I understand what he did. Again, we forget when he got to San Francisco, they had gone through so many different Jim Nolan, Mike Singletary, can't do it, can't win with them, right? And he made them into a winner. But he also made San Diego a winner. Stanford, I don't think they won a game the year before he got there. And uh, he just won a national championship mission. So I'm going to I'm gonna go college. That's game time. That's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. All right, coming up next to the Doug Gottlieb Show, live in the Tyrac.com studios. We got a decision to make on the Midway. We're going to make it live on air. Next to the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.